Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. The New England Patriots without Tom Brady were victorious. Big shocker over the Miami Dolphins. A weird score. I don't know if it's quite a score, Agami, but 21-11. Cam (laughs) Newton looks good. Big shocker. Bill Belichick said he was great. I mean, I'm not totally used to the new Patriots uniforms. I know that they've worn them before but it, it did it was a little bit this was not a great uniform matchup in my humble opinion um I thought I thought Miami played with pluck if I'm being quite honest but ultimately not enough to get it done kiss yeah I think Miami's going to kind of come on later in the year I do like Brian Flores there and I'm going to be honest 100 I did not watch a single second of this game because I knew that we were going to bring on Mark Schofield from Pat's pulpit to talk about this game and tell us everything we needed to know. This is one though that I want to talk about on the Palpably Unfair podcast because I want to watch the film. You see the rushing totals for Cam Newton. He ran the ball 15 times through at 19. You see inside that division now, it's kind of becoming Baltimore East because Josh Allen and the Bills did a lot of that running game stuff too, incorporated in there. So that's going to be a real fun division to watch, just from a like a technical standpoint, watching how these offenses are set up. Let's uh, let's go ahead and hear from Mark Schofield. He of a million cookie jars. Mark Schofield has held every single job in the history of the internet. He joins us now from the Touchdown Wire, from Pat's Pulpit, from Big Blue View, from Bleeding Green Nation. Mark Schofield here to talk Patriots Dolphin. <laughs> He is our guest of the week for a reason. You may know him as QB1 in our hearts, in our minds. If you listen to BGN, we do the QB Factory together. But he is Mark Schofield, the man of a thousand jobs. But today we're just going to say he's from Pat's Pulpit and the Touchdown Wire because we're here to talk about some national news. We're here to talk about some New England Patriots because, Mark, I I noticed when we went through last week and we were doing all the first episodes for all the shows on this feed here, we didn't really get to talk about Cam Newton and the Patriots. And to me, that is a big storyline line but mark first before we dig into all that how you doing brother i'm doing well man it's an honor to be with you on the first monday first post game monday overreaction monday that takes are already flying on the timeline i mean the timeline is just chef's kiss (laughs) gorgeous right now but it's an honor to be with you man how you doing how are you doing after yesterday in washington i'm doing terrible so let's talk about the patriots (laughs) (laughs) 21 to 11 against the Miami Dolphins didn't have to do a whole lot but what we want to know is like what is the quarterback situation looking like there Jared Stidham the presumed starter for a while did not even dress for this one interesting decision especially when you had chuckleheads like me writing back and say <laughs> late April that he was the planning quarterback so yeah I mean yeah, it's been an interesting offseason for everybody Mike so Cam Newton rolls in in his yellow suit takes over the job and it's 21 to 11 for the Patriots didn't have to do a whole lot on offense and I'm wondering this is this is one of the games that I really want to go back and watch in full disclosure 
I don't think I've seen a sing- single second of this game, so I'm leaning on you to tell me what happened and kind of what to expect when I look at the film. He's Cam Newton, 15 of 19, 155, nothing really wrong with that, and then rushing 15 carries for 75 yards and two touchdowns. What would you tell me to look for when I watch Cam on film this week? I think, Mike, I'd start with that running game because obviously it's widely diverse schematically from what we're used to seeing from New England because of the presence of Cam Newton. You know, in years past with Tom Brady, they were playing 11 on, I mean, 10 on 11 in the run game because Tom Brady is handing the ball off and getting out of the way. Now as a defense, you have to account for Cam Newton, the threat of his legs. And we saw that on Sunday. So many times they ran sort of read plays, option plays, zone read plays, sometimes some power read plays where they're pulling a, a guard in front of Cam Newton if he should decide to keep it. You know, and what's interesting, you look at those numbers, 15 carries, that's a lot for a quarterback. Bill Belichick was asked about that sort of in his post-game press conference and again on Monday morning. And he said, look, you know, a lot of it is up to the defense. It's like, you know, saying a wide receiver got targeted so often in the past game. Well, that's what the defense gave us. If the defense is going to give us Cam Newton, he's going to keep the ball. We don't expect it to be that way. And I think that's right because of what defenses now have to do. If you're a middle linebacker, you know, there was a play early in the second half where they showed that sort of outside zone look with James White, but they pulled Shaq Mason, the right guard, up in front and to the inside to protect Cam Newton should he decide to pull it. The middle linebacker sees that, that action, wants to protect the edge for James White, vacates that hole. Cam Newton keeps it and pulls and attacks the spot that guy vacated. And weeks ahead, you'll probably see guys stay home, worried about Cam. It's going to free up the running back. So I think I'd start with the running game, Mike. In terms of the pass game, it was efficient, but it's it's a work in progress. Okay. You know, there, there were many times in that game where I thought he didn't have the freedom to check at the line. He had a run late in the fourth quarter where – they stacked the box, was a cover zero look, and he still ran the run game, run play anyway. So I think the passing game is a bit of a work in progress. But I'd start with the run game. It was efficient, it was effective, and it started with Cam Newton. Now the big question with Cam coming into the season, if, if he was going to be healthy enough, does Cam look healthy? And what are the expectations now for the Patriots if he is in fact healthy? I mean, he looks healthy right now. The question right. sort of becomes, is this going to be 15 carries a game over the course of the season, game to game, week to week, because that will cause some wear and tear on him. You know, he's a 31-year-old quarterback, but the, his play style is a lot of mileage on him, a lot of hits on him. Um, interestingly enough, and I will throw this out there since this is more of a national show and not my Patriots podcast, I thought it was very interesting that Cam had a little bit of a, a iffy hit to the head that was immediately flagged. And we've seen <laughs> Cam Newton in years past when he was in Never Carolina just get blown up and no flag, no whistle, nothing. He gets the slightest <laughs> brush once he puts that Patriots red and blue on and the flag starts flying. I thought that was a little interesting. So I'll just throw that out there for our national audience. But, you know, I, I think if he is healthy, you know, this becomes a different and perhaps in some ways a more difficult offense to defend because of what he can do with his legs, what the running game is going to look like, and then what he can do when he pulls the ball down. They had an interesting play in the second half where they went play action, max protection, two receivers in the route concept. It was covered, so he suddenly turns what could have been a sack into a gain of 12 and another first down. Tom Brady wasn't doing that for them. And so now you have to wonder about spying him, spying the quarterback on a critical situation, not something you usually see defenses do against the Patriots and Tom Brady. So I think expectations this morning are high. 
But this is, number one, it's overreaction Monday. We have the tendency to do that. Number two, this is a team with a very tough schedule. But I think optimism is a bit higher than it was, say, this time on the Friday afternoon. They are a fascinating team to watch now that Cam Newton is in town. Make sure you're listening to Mark on Pat's Pulpit to catch all of this fantastic Patriots analysis. Mark, thank you for joining us on Monday Football Monday. An absolute pleasure, my friend. Keep crushing it, buddy. Appreciate Mark taking the time to join us. Good job, Kist. Uh, anytime Mark talks, you can learn from him. And uh, the Patriots, wow, shocker. They I just want to. I, I just want to continue to add and pile on to this Patriots Bucks storyline for a second. And, and this <laughs> one one point before we move on. Cam spikes the football. He played earlier in the day after he scores a touchdown. You go to the four o'clock, the three o'clock games. Tom Brady, after his first touchdown, does pretty much the same thing. I'm not saying he was watching the Patriots (laughs) game, but I was wondering, is there some kind of spike showdown here? And by the way, the Patriots aren't going anywhere. Cam said after the game, like, this is the new normal. We thought they might be taking a year off. They're going to be right in the mix. Not to um to make everything about the Cowboys, but I've had thoughts like that before. The day, you both might remember, I bet Kiss remembers yes. that T- that T.O. caught four touchdowns against Washington in 2007. That was in the afternoon. Later that night, the Patriots played the Bills on Sunday Night Football, and Randy Moss caught four touchdowns. I will forever believe that the Patriots were watching T.O. catch four touchdowns and were like, <laughs> okay, you, you've you got to match it. That's just way too coincidental for me. Because um, if not, T.O. would have been the story all week. I mean, it would have been awesome. But whatever. Watch the two first celebrations. That's all I'll say. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.